What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co host and co coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And if you are looking to be fitter, healthier, and or happier, this is the perfect podcast for you. So thank you so much, first and foremost, for tuning in today. Our goal is to help level you up in terms of your knowledge, your mindset, um, your energy, and just your awareness towards you know your body, your health, and your happiness. So we always like to kick this off with some killer quotes. Um, so I actually have two today because I have one I listed and then I had a second one that I also really like. So I, I'm going to do both because why not? So the first was, I don't get paid to feel good. I get paid to show up. And this is from an MLB athlete um, you know, who actually went to the game despite being sick. Now, once again, I don't think at the end of the day, we're not pro athletes. We shouldn't you know, jeopardize if we're injured or sick and push through that. But I just thought it was a great example of how showing up you know, especially when it's inconvenient, is what's going to get you better results. And even more so towards the days, I made a story today about how if you don't feel like going to the gym, why you should go anyway, and some tips on how you could do that. So if you're not following us on Instagram, this is a phenomenal reminder to do just that because you can get a lot more content from us throughout the week, especially because the episodes here are Monday and Thursday. You want to make sure you can get all the value possible. So our Instagram is at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. We're also giving away a $100 Gymshark gift card Card, no catches completely free just go ahead you know make sure you're following us take a friend to enter and we look forward to whoever gets that so please make sure you're following us because we just want to give back and say thank you everyone for being so awesome and amazing but case in point you just can't beat the person who keeps showing up right it's not about feeling good or feeling amazing it's about getting it done you know even day after day weights can be heavy we can want to default to doing the easier things we can say ah, i want to skip that this and just do that instead or if i'm going to do it when i feel good but if we completely rely on feeling good, that is not sustainable and we're not going to get where we want. Um, the second quote I have um, was early to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy and wise. And I really like that quote too. I just thought it was a little adage. And in general, you know, I know not every person ever who is, you know, successful or does well is an early riser and gets to bed on time. But I just know even from my personal experience, when I'm in bed on time, I wake up nice and early. There's just something special about it, especially being up getting after it, you know, especially before the world gets so busy and everyone demands your attention. I just thought it was a good little reminder. And especially I think in this season, this is where a lot of people, even myself, I'm feeling the struggle, you know, it's a little bit darker. It's colder when you wake up, there's no sun outside, it can be a big adjustment. But this more than ever is we're leaning in that sleep routine and making sure you kind of regulate your, you know, energy goes so far, because when you're getting that good sleep, you're being consistent with these times, you're going to have more energy through the day, you're going to do well, especially as we do uh, kind of push into the winter here. Yeah, it's so well said. And even just like getting into my thoughts early, I was listening to um, something the other day and the gentleman was saying that a lot of times if you essentially skip your morning routine, whatever that looks like, you end up having to try to find time later in the day. And a lot of times you don't end up having that time. So I always find that dedicating that 30, the 60, the 90 minutes, whatever you can in the morning to just take care of everything versus having to look for it afterwards makes so much more sense. It's just getting ahead of the the problems. It's getting ahead of just everything. It's being proactive versus reactive. And even every single time, like there's times where I, I don't end up getting to do my morning routine. And I just, I feel it. I'm looking, I'm searching for that extra hour later on in the day and especially for all of you guys who have you know just crazy busy lives which I know everyone does it just it adds up and it definitely uh is not the most ideal thing so I'm glad that Josh brought that up uh early was it early to rise early early to bed and early to rise early to bed, early man to rise. healthy and wise I like that I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to 
uh, keep that as a screensaver or something like that. But I firmly believe it, and uh, I'm glad that was brought up. And um, I'm going to jump into mine. I was stuck on a few, but this week uh, I decided to choose the one here. Be brave enough to suck at something new. And it's just, it's very simple. It's to the point here. I think especially as we grow up, it's so hard for us to just not be good at something, um, especially myself. Um, I think I used to be more of like a perfectionist, think that, you know, like I'm kind of used to picking up a sport and being like, oh, sweet, I'm good at it. You know, like, especially when it's like ball related, um, I can kind of just make it work and just like make my effort and hustle and everything like that just come through. But then there's like quite a few things that I've been trying that I'm just like, holy, like whether that's, you know, mountain biking and stuff like, you know, whether it's trying dirt biking for the first time, even just golf has been super humbling. And, you know, I can relate this not just to sports, but just anything in life. I think we're told just to only do things that we're good at and only do things that we love. And then there's like other motivational speakers and stuff that I've heard over the years. They're like, no, don't just focus on your strengths. Like I do think focusing on strengths is so important and you will get such a long way. But I think that just makes us complacent and comfortable with only doing things that we're good at. So when something gets thrown our way that we're not good at handling, and this could be business life, this could be relationship, this could be even fitness, of course, like I I highly can tie this into the whole fitness journey. Then we're just so used to doing everything that we're perfect and good at that when something comes our way, we're just like, what the heck? I don't even know how to handle it. Like, you know, and and we're not used to it as well. So I'm kind of getting used to being a little bit uncomfortable doing things that I'm not the greatest at. You know, even David Goggins would always say in speeches, like, you know, people only do things that they're good at, but then like, you know, let's say you get something that, that you're not the most ideal at. Everyone's like, nope, I'm not even going to try it. I'm not good. So why do it? Right. So once again, just be brave enough to suck at something new. This could be cool for fitness, like exercises and stuff like that. Like when you're a new person to one of these, like, you know, movements, it, it goes such a long way. Like that's how, you know, like I always say, you know, just get stepping into your comfort zones, how, you know, you're doing something right. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. And uh, hopefully this quote was helpful for someone here today. Yeah. And it can always be uncomfortable doing just that, right? Like it is hard and, you know, doing that thing that's new or that new challenge or getting yourself in a new routine. You know, we mentioned before calling yourself out on things maybe you're not great at, like, hey, I need to stop overeating. I need to, you know, toughen up a bit on myself on the weekend. I need to actually do my meal prep, whatever it is, you know, even like, I think it's okay. And you can't just expect to like, want to pick up a new habit or you want to be healthy and you want to see all this change. And like, it's just going to be so easy all of a sudden, right? Like, you know, it is, you do need that bravery because sucking at something new is such a part of the process. It's what's going to get you going. It's what's going to get you through. So this is something I've constantly tried to just be aware of. And I've tried to appreciate even and like when you learn something new it's just so fun and so stimulating so i'm really happy kyle brought that up all right so if you like that bonus quote please be sure to leave us a review it means the world you know we're trying to get our spotify we're trying to get above that 1.5 thousand reviews uh we're at like 1.3 right now so if you haven't left a review it really means the world it brings a smile to mind Kyle's face and it helps more people see this podcast, which in turn helps people get fitter, healthier, and happier. And that's what we're all about. But now we are going to jump into our weekly thoughts and recommendations. And the thing that's really been on my mind, like I was just listening to, you know, a few different great minds and I've really been listening to a lot of different audiobooks and stuff. And there's this one car YouTuber and he did an interview and it's like how my father became a billionaire because you know, he's not shy that he doesn't really necessarily have a net worth yet himself, um, but he has a dad who's done extraordinarily well. And I thought it was really interesting to hear about. It. And what I love is there was just so many things where I feel like the dad could have harped on and said, oh, you know, I made this mistake. I shouldn't have done this. I wish I did this sooner. This was a waste. Not, that language wasn't even 
on the top of his mind. Instead, he was like, yeah, that's life, you know, or I'm looking forward or, you know, you win some, you lose some. And like I mentioned it before, but you don't want to get so caught up in the past. And the way I'd really relate this to fitness and I hear it all the time is, oh, I need to get back to where I was or I used to be so good. I used to be in such great shape. I used to love working out. Like, I don't know, how, like all, all these attitudes, you know, if you, you just fixate on what used to happen or what could have happened or if I didn't have that surgery or whatever it may be like especially things are out of our control when you can just accept it and move on like it literally that alone is a superpower because when you can do that you can kind of battle through anything that comes at you and just to have that attitude and of course to look retroactively and learn lessons about how you can improve and do better like you don't want to just be kind of arrogant to the whole situation but by actually doing that and having that mindset I just think that's so phenomenal and all we can do is try and make our best decisions and the other common thing I'll have is hey I messed up this day I feel horrible and I'm just going to throw everything to the wayside like I had a horrible night I overate drink too much, I feel bad. And then that bad night turns into a weekend in a week and you lose those amazing habits that you built. Whereas instead you say, hey, I didn't do as great as I wanted to. I'm gonna do better next time. Let's get after it. Back to the grind, you know? So we always say, and we say this a million times for a reason, especially in terms of your health, your fitness level, your energy level, your routines, you have to expect there's gonna be challenges. You have to expect you're gonna fall down. But what's important is how you respond to it and that you keep getting up. Man, that's so well said. And you know, uh, working off of that, actually just over a week ago, we uh, you know took my truck out off-roading, which was <clears throat> super fun. And the first time that I just you know went around the corner, I ended up with a huge scratch. Like it, <laughs> when Josh sighed, he was like, uh, you don't wanna see this, right? And it was bothering me for the first couple of minutes. And then he said something very insightful that just stuck with me the entire time. He said, you want to stop thinking about it? Stop thinking about it. And I'm just like, holy. So the entire time, like, and this is something that I've lived by and of course still actively looking to get better. I don't think we'll ever reach like peak perfection for stuff like this. But once you realize that when you can't do something, that's when there's nothing in your control at that current moment, thinking about it, worrying about it, talking about it, nothing is going to do like anything. Nothing's going to do that anything for you positively. And that's something that I've been such a firm believer. It was like, if I can't do something right now, and of course I needed that reminder and I'm really glad Josh brought that up, but I was just like me constantly thinking about, Oh, how am I going to get this scratch out? What am I? Hey, forget about it for now. There's nothing you can do. You're out here, have a good time. And it ended up working out. Like it was a good time. Um, you know, obviously, uh, ended up having to, uh, it, it ended up, um, causing me a couple other issues that, that took place. But once again, it was a great time, great experience. But like the moral of the story, was just kind of that concept of just like, I think a lot of us, and I know this is the fit, healthy and happy podcast, but a lot of our happiness is just constantly being taken away when we're just worrying about things that are just in the future, things that are out of our control, things that just aren't worth worrying about right now. And, uh, you know, just for me constantly, it's just, I've just constantly, I've been trying to just improve upon this and it's been working so well over the years of just like, you know what, I'll deal with it when I have to deal with it. But for now, let's focus on what's in front of me. And that's why, in my opinion, learning more about mindfulness, learning more about being present, learning more about, you know, the whole meditation side of things where you are actively trying to focus more on your breath versus everything else. Like those types of things go such a long way because when you do get put in a situation where, you know, you're struggling or where, you know, you're just, your mind won't shut off and it's starting to worry a bit, you have that understanding because you've meditated for 10 to 20 minutes a day for the last five years. You know what I mean? And even there's a lot of meditation times I sit down and my brain won't stop, but I'm like, Hey, at least I still showed up and did something. Right. So yeah, just wanted to share that. That little small thing that was on the top of my head. Um, but once again, want to stop thinking about it? 
stop thinking about it. It's that simple. You know, I think you don't need this crazy 10 step formula of just like how to trick your mind. Like I just think, Hey, you know what? Push it to the side, relax a bit. And uh, I know it's hard for some people to hear, including myself, but it definitely will go a long way and help you with happiness and less stress for sure. That's exactly it. If you want to stop thinking about something, just try to stop thinking about it. It's not to say it's not going to keep popping up in your head, but you know, when we entertain these things, we make them into bigger monsters than they need to be. And instead, you know, especially when something is in our control, it's not in our power. It's a skill to say, I'm going to work to look past this and to not dwell on it. So that was incredibly well said. I know Kyle has one more thought to cover before we jump into it. Let's hear it. Yeah. And like, you know, one last thing, just the thing that I'll ask myself is, can I do something about this right now? Nope. Okay. Done. And that's usually the question that allows me to just like give myself that confirmation. Okay. Don't worry about it. And then when I can do something about it, you know, when, when something opens up, when the store finally opens up and I can be like, Hey, can you, you know, fix this for me? Then I'll be like, all right, cool. I can actually do something here. But the one thing was, so I was listening to a audiobook. I'm just finishing up uh, think like a monk by Jay Shetty. He's got some insightful just podcast videos. I really like it because he's a lot about mindset and, and love and, you know, just all this other really cool stuff that I think is often not um, thought about. Um, but he said, think of the advice that you would give your best friend. And I want you guys to also think about this as well. Like when it comes down to, you know, maybe having a bad day of eating when it comes down to, you know, just maybe skipping a workout or like whatever situation it is that you think about. I think all, all the time, we're just the hardest version. Like we're just so hard on ourselves is what I'm trying to get at here. You know, just the negative self-talk, putting yourself down. So I think if you can kind of detach yourself from the situation and look, Hey, you know, if my friend came up to me and said, Hey, I missed out on this workout, you know, I just crazy busy, but I'm going to make it up later this week. Like whatever it is that you're putting yourself down for when you actually think of like what type of advice, like I know so many people who give the best advice, but then you can't take it. So that's just a really, I guess, cool way to think about like kind of being easy on yourself, but realizing that like, it's not about just talking down on yourself every single time you slip up or you don't hit your protein for the day or you happen to just be so busy that you you know skip cardio is uh putting it from that perspective of like what type of advice would you give your best friend because um, i think that will definitely go a very long way to uh, help some of you on this journey that was awesome. And that actually randomly just reminded me of another fun little hack I heard. And it, uh, basically, it's called the boardroom exercise. And it's just for people that are overthinking, they're thinking about 100 things, they can't just rest and relax, or they can't get to sleep or first thing in the morning. And basically, the exercise is you envision yourself. So like at a boardroom, so there's like a bunch of different use, there's the fit you in a tank top, there's the money you with like a monocle on, you know, thinking about your finances, there's the, the chef you in a chef hat, there's the social you, basically, and you you can say okay social social josh like what do you have to say here and it's okay we have to find this we have this happening so we need to get this person a present you know and we have this and then you can get okay awesome fitness josh what do you have to say and you can actually kind of go through all the different things in your head and as silly as it sounds i actually tried it and it felt great like it's a good way to kind of categorize everything to think through it and it's very calming so it's just a fun little bonus i wanted to include there yeah so many amazing things to think about and uh yeah that's what we're hearing we're not just fitness coaches we're not just here to tell you to eat more protein and do more cardio. There are so many layers to this whole fitness journey that we're constantly trying to battle and figure out and especially for our most successful clients as well. Like there's so many different traits that come into place and hey, no better time than to talk about the client shout out for this week. So we have an awesome person named Nikki. 
And what's cool about this is like every single person that comes in this program, awesome people, just like so genuine and 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 just they deserve the best. And that's what we love about our journey and and just what we do is like we're on a mission to help literally as many people get the results they deserve, but also keep it. But long story short, you know, 20 pounds down, six inches gone from the waist um, with Coach Krista, just doing so many incredible things in the first 90 days. We got a lot more in store, which is super awesome. But like even her tips, you know, I'll just say the first thing was just planning ahead with food, with workouts, you know, even she said, I almost always plan food at least a day ahead and have a pretty set workout schedule. It just makes life way easier and keeps you on track. And over and over again, I'm going to have to say pre-logging, scheduling things ahead of time, having everything like when you're proactive versus reactive, I genuinely believe that's the biggest difference that's going to essentially either set you up for failure or set you up for success on your fitness journey. So, you know, even for like a lot of our transformations, once again, in the, in the DMS in our direct messages, every single person still asking, Hey, I want to lose 20 pounds of body fat and then build some lean muscle. I want to lose 25 pounds of body fat and build lean muscle. It just seems like that's the constant reoccurring thing, especially with the season that's coming up. So we want to be able to show five of you how to lose muscle. I'm sorry, lose fat and build muscle at the exact same time. It's a very finicky process, but with your coach, with us guiding you through your nutrition, through your workouts, through your lifestyle changes, through your accountability, we will get you the body that you deserve. I do believe it's very, very challenging to do it yourself, but we will take care of you, especially we got a couple more months until, you know, just the New Year's resolutioners, um, you know, are going to be jumping on board. So we want to reward you for taking action with discounted coaching. Send us a message with the keyword body recomp. We'll take care of you. We promise we will get you the results you deserve with our guaranteed coaching program. And we're super excited to hear from a couple of you. This is your chance. You know, if you're feeling that urge to level up, if you're, you know, you had a great summer, but you're like, I want to get to the best shape of my life. I want to be looking forward. I just want to continue to grow and be the healthiest, fittest, strongest version of yourself. This is a chance to do it. This is an incredible opportunity. And, you know, if you want to lose fat, gain new muscle. So we're looking for people that want to lose 20 plus pounds of fat and gain 10 pounds of new, fresh muscle strength and confidence. So if that is you, go ahead once again, DM body recomp to us on Instagram. Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Also have that $100 Gymshark giveaway going on, so please make sure to check that out. Now we're going to go ahead and jump into the mailbag. So we have some killer questions today. Thank you to everyone for submitting them. And I think the first one's an awesome one because creatine is all their age. So I'm going to go ahead and kick started with that. So the question is, what is the best type of creatine? I went to the store to buy some and I was being sold on a bunch of different types. So Creatine obviously is a lot more popular these days. What it does basically is allows your muscles to better use, better use water and ATP to produce more output and power and a little bit of endurance. So it sounds really great. Um, it is the one supplement I would say that has pretty notable benefits. Once again, you're not going to be going from benching 100 pounds to benching a plate for reps or something like that. But if you have your diet, nutrition, as well as training kind of locked in, this is definitely one of the first supplements I'd recommend that is really beneficial that's also really affordable and that's just awesome so the problem with creatine is creatine monohydrate is a simple type of creatine most people will need between two and five grams a day for them to effectively saturate their muscles and get the benefits of it now that is relatively inexpensive like back then that would be literally pennies a scoop it'd be very cheap i know it shot up quite a lot recently but companies are strategic they're in the business of making money not just making things simple and cheap so that's where you get a lot of this talk of loading phases you get a lot of this talk of you need this special one you know people kind of prey on the fact that 
basically your body's ability to use that water in ATP, right? They, it involves you retaining some water. It's not like, so if I say I retain maybe three to four pounds on creatine, people just envision right away I'm bloated and it's in my stomach. That's not the case at all. Like your body is like 70% of water. It's just the retention and ability to utilize it. So it's not a bad thing to retain water. So the premise of a creatine that doesn't have you retain water is silly. So all the different variants of it, more more or less, you know, like I know the popular ones I made a list here are creatine, ethyl ester, hydrochloride, and uh, we have buffered creatine and liquid creatine. And now, once again, the problem with these are they're all trying to say they'll either saturate better, they're more convenient form of having it, or you would need less of it. There's nothing wrong with monohydrate. I highly encourage you to stick with the basics, the tried and true, the research, the cheap, and you don't need to go ahead and load it. Your muscles will naturally saturate. Might take like a week. The one benefit of loading, the only time I've ever done it, is I was off it for a few days to get my weight down for a powerlifting comp, and then I took a lot of it to kind of saturate quickly for that meat. For most people, there's no point of doing this. Um, It's going to be hard on your digestive system. You're probably not going to feel good. So I wouldn't really recommend it. Instead, two to five grams a day. I'm like 220 pounds and I have about four grams every single day. Um, You know, if you don't have it here and there, it's not going to kill you, but you want to make a habit to consistently have it. So the goal isn't to have it two days of the week and not five. That really wouldn't do anything. You do need to be fairly consistent. Another question I get asked is when is the best time to take it? The answer is whenever you remember. You know, there's really no benefit taking it a certain time. I like to make it with my pre it's easy to remember if i don't have pre i'll put in my smoothie uh, you can mix it with anything hot or cold that will, won't dilute the benefit of it but that's pretty much a quick creatine 101 go ahead buy the monohydrate buy the simple one it's flavorless and mixes just fine and it's cheap yeah and like once again the the biggest thing is just that the brand really doesn't matter you know it's just more so whatever is the cheapest for scoop and you know making sure that you're just kind of looking into that stuff because i know there are so many companies that will just jack things up like crazy but once again monohydrate it's what we've been using for years it's tried and tested it's legit and uh you know just uh yeah it's been super awesome for us so let's jump into the second question so the second question is uh working off of an episode that we did uh two weeks ago by the way so just to give you a little heads up make sure to check that out but it said, I know recently you talked about the gym being the best for results, but mentally I struggle to get in there, not time-wise, but confidence-wise. Any tips? And I'm just going to start off with this just because I have quite a few notes here and I'm really passionate about this one. So I do understand, you know, I know, so we got more or less asked like when it is best to start to go into the gym and, you know, our answer was obviously, you know, hey, the sooner the better, that's where you get the best results. But I do know that, you know, just from working with so many people in the past and just having that communication of kind of understanding where people are at. That's what's once again, cool about coaching is we, we go down to what is going through your mind, where you're struggling, where we could improve and stuff like that. And there's so many amazing benefits there, but long story short, there's a couple things. And my number one tip and my number one biggest thing is just to ignore everyone else. Understand that nobody else there cares about you. So I know a lot of times, and I, and it's hard to hear that and it's hard to say, but a lot of times people are thinking about how good they look in their own tank top. They're, they're wondering if others around them are, you know, staring at how much weight they're lifting and they're wondering they're actually, they have a couple insecurities as well. Maybe wondering if that, if their, their form is okay. And if people are judging them for that. So there's so many different things. Once again, when you're in there and you're focused on yourself, 99% of people are just like, Hey, there's another one of me. Hey, there, you know, it's just, it's a community. It's awesome people. So very rarely, of course, there will be that one person who, you know, is just a, has negative energy 
energy who happens to look around thinking that, you know, just maybe making judgments and stuff like that, you know, they're probably not the nicest person out there, but that's very rare. So the biggest thing is ignore everyone else, focus on yourself, like in a couple other things that will really help you out. One of my biggest things is being confident with the equipment that you're using. So we have a forum playlist. Um, Once again, it's on YouTube. It's 80 exercises long. I will share it above. I know we shared it last week, but it just, it's, it's something that you should consistently go over, study that form. Like when you feel confident with the equipment you're using, you're going to feel so much better in the gym and it's going to go such a long way. You know, working out with a friend, working out um, during peak off hours. If you know that everyone's at the gym at 6 PM and you can find a way to get there at a death, another time, it will go such a long way. And then also just making sure that you just, you feel good in your clothes, like look good, feel good. I genuinely believe that when you just feel so much better about what you're wearing and just, you know, whatever it is, like there's difference between me wearing, you know, just something, I guess, baggier and just not as, as fitted. Um, I, I feel so much different in, in a nice tank top on an upper body day. I know everyone's different and in different states, but whatever it is, just make sure you're comfortable and confident in what you're wearing. And I think that'll ve- definitely go a very long way. So those are my biggest tips for helping with confidence um, being at the gym. Yeah, I would really recommend, honestly, too, just even giving it time, like being patient. Uh, you know, don't expect to go in there and, you know, right away, just feel like, you know, everything that's going on and ultra confident and all these great things, you know, it does take time and patience, right? And confidence comes with more practice. The more you go in, the better you get, the stronger you get. It's hard not to be confident when you're putting up heavy weight and everyone's looking and smiling and you have a lot of different friends and different things like that. But you have to understand you're not just going to get there overnight, right? So I, I understand it is tougher. You know, I do also recommend you can play with different gyms and different situations as well so you know you could go to more of a local gym that's a little bit quieter you could go to a woman's only if you know you don't want to be around other people and you don't want to be bugged you know there are a lot of different options with it there confidence also in my opinion comes from actually having really good knowledge and understanding so you know by looking at it through that lens i think that goes quite a long way and that is something definitely to consider and be aware of because you know the more you spend time listening learning growing getting better the more confident actually you'll become so listen to this podcast is a great step you're already doing a good job by you know kind of keeping that on the top of your mind so shout out to you for that keep learning keep being hungry and you know a really great way to have confidence is to take advantage of that coaching program we offered earlier so our coaching program is designed to not only just tell you what to do but to really show you why it's so important and the process behind it and understanding as how to work it into your life so you won't just be fit for the here and now, but they'll be fit for the rest of your life and you'll continue to see phenomenal results. And, you know, having the confidence of I have a coach, you know, someone who made me a really great routine just for me, the confidence that, you know, you're on a really good plan, you know, you are doing the right things, you're not doing the wrong things because it's easy to overthink, you know, hey, is this workout best for me? Am I wasting too much time doing these movements and not this? Am I actually contributing to some of my negative tendencies, right? Like, am I giving myself more anterior pelvic tilt? Am I hurting my posture worse? Like, these these are thoughts you can have on my building on imbalances and that's where having the confidence of a coach to get you the best results faster is such a benefit so once again if you're looking to lose 20 plus pounds of fat and gain 10 pounds of muscle dm us body recomp to instagram at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t and let us take care of you yeah, and I'm so glad Josh brought that up because that was actually one of the things is just in terms of confidence, just having an actual set workout routine 
will go such a long way. So let's compare two people. One person goes in, they're looking around, not really sure what to do, which machines do what, you know, just it's, it's going to be tough to be confident in that situation. You're not really sure. Am I, what am I working today? Am I, you know, and you're just picking and choosing random things. The confidence, no matter what, you know, even if you're comfortable with each machine is going to be a lot lower. And the reason I know that is because I've been there when I used to go around and wander around like a, you know, just like I was lost. It's a big difference. And I see a lot of people doing that as well. And you can tell versus the person who comes in there, they may not be someone who's been lifting for 10 years or, you know, just been, you know, hundred percent familiar with each thing, but they're like, Hey, I'm going from here to here to here. And you know exactly what it is. So that alone will make such a big difference. Like we're so excited. And even just, I forgot to mention when uh, we shouted Nikki out earlier on, she actually said, um, for number four, one of her biggest tips you can see on Instagram, she said, get a coach. I cannot stress this enough. It was the game changer for me. I've tried everything, crazy diets, the 75 hard program, one size fits all approaches. And this has given me results faster than anything else. There's no way I could have done this without Kristen coach and, uh, and team Colossus. And I'm like, man, that's a game changer. So send us that message. You will not regret it. And, uh, we're super excited to hear from some of you. Absolutely. Now into number three, the final question for today, when and how often should I stretch to improve my mobility? So this is a, a very, very good question. And one thing I wanted to make clear, because I think sometimes it gets a bit confusing with like stretching versus mobility. So to give you more understanding, mobility is essentially when you're moving a joint through a given range of motion. So think 90-90s, think cat-cows, think leg swings, like, you know, you're, you're, you're moving, you're, you're constantly moving, right? That's the easiest way to explain it. A static stretch is when you hold a stretch without movement, and it's usually at the end range of a muscle. So you're doing something across, you're holding across your chest, you know, you're holding your, your leg into your glutes, you know, your, your arms over your head. There's a massive difference. So for me personally, what works best because it does get a bit challenging sometimes you know you're told to do some cardio and then you have to do abs and then mobility and then stretching and then strength training right so the way that I personally do it is I naturally add in mobility every time I try to work out or when I run which is actually pretty often usually two times a day so before the run before the workout so I'll naturally add in a bunch of those different movements that are just helping me mobilize everything and then I try to static stretch I've been um, trying to keep up with I know Josh has been doing this for years and I you know ever since I heard him being consistent with it I've been trying to do it a more often static stretching at the end of the night while reading or watching a show for about five to 10 minutes. Once again, a habit that I'm still trying to get better at, but there's no right answer of how much stretching you should do. But the way that I look at it is like, what's the worst thing that can happen if you do a little bit too much? There's really not a whole, you know, lot of it, uh, a lot of bad things, right? If you spend zero time doing it, you're going to want to, you know, you're going to want to get on that. And I think even one of the biggest things is I always look at it as like people wait until something happens for them to start to focus on improving mobility and stretching and stuff like that. But there's a term called uh, prehab, which is preventative rehab. So I know every single time that I use a lacrosse ball, when I roll out my glutes, when I, you know, roll out those tight muscles in between the scap area, just with the lacrosse ball, like, you know, pretty much every day I try to do that because I'm constantly tight there. I know that I'm getting ahead of future problems. So I'll try to do that a bit more often. And I try to just incorporate it into things. You know, I think people think that they have to do an hour yoga class every day, but just incorporating, Hey, if you're going to watch a show at the end of the night, grab a lacrosse ball, grab a foam roller. And I think those things definitely go a long way, but that's my, uh, that's my long answer, I guess, for that question there. 
Yeah, I don't really care to stretch when I'm at the gym just because like I'm already spending so much time lifting and I want a lot of my energy there between abs or doing some additional cardio. But I really love stretching like while I'm watching TV, you know, it can kind of remove some of that guilt of especially if you're like, oh, I feel like I'm not doing much, but it can feel really nice. And like it makes it that much more relaxing to stretch out and feel good. And especially too, if you're sitting a lot, you want to be kind of stretching out your glutes and just everything around there because you can get really locked up in your back. It's it's just so important, especially your hip flexors. Putting a lot of, you know, emphasis on the areas that you really need is another intelligent way to go about it. Like, yes, you can pull your arm across your chest and spend a lot of time doing that, but there's a good chance, you know, you need to put a little more effort and energy into other areas. So I really do quite enjoy it, you know, with TV myself. I like doing it before I go to bed. I pretty much do that every night. I find it's just a nice way for me to breathe, be in silence, be in the dark. Then I hop into bed and it knocks me out. So I find that as another fantastic way to go about it at the end of the day you know there are a lot of studies saying that you don't necessarily need to stretch if you're working out through a full range of motion because you're actually working your muscles under tension with a full range of motion you're actually going to improve their ability and their flexibility naturally within their strength like if you're doing nice deep squats you're stretching out your legs you're working out how you move but there's obviously things that can get neglected in there and you know i do really recommend it however if people are like hey i have time to stretch or work out i would definitely lean towards working out but i think mobility is something like should always be improved and should definitely be a focus. Um, but I think sometimes people make it too much of a focus. So I'll take a different kind of viewpoint there. Yeah, that was so well said. And I'm glad that Josh brought that up because I'm 100% on the same page there. Um, and yeah, just like even you, you'll see some people go into the gym, you know, someone's got an hour to work out. And then the first 20 plus minutes will be just like mobilizing and stretching and stuff like that. And then, uh, and then the rest is just, you know, kind of running, rushing through the movements because they don't have as much time. So it's definitely something that like is more of like, uh, kind of a, can be definitely additional but like josh said like full range of motion movements like it's just to improve flexibility a lot of people don't realize the two greatest ways to do it number one will be full range of motion movements if you're doing a full bench press if you're doing these things where just you're you're constantly taking your muscles through full ranges of motion that'll improve your flexibility better than anything versus holding something holding your arm across your chest or anything like that and then number two will just be the mobility side of things like i will take for me personally mobility which is just the 9090s, the cat cows, you know, just the, all those other things. We have so many YouTube videos on it. Well, a couple of YouTube videos on it you can check out, but I'll take those things over just like holding a, a stretch any day of the week because I just feel significantly better. And then like Josh said, just like, actually, what what do I need? Like, I think it's so easy just to follow a YouTube video or to just like, you know, maybe just start doing a bunch of things that we think we should be doing. But like, if you actually focus on which muscle groups or which part of my body has been neglected, like I know that my glutes and my hips need it the most so I'm going to spend the most time there as well as my my lower back so like those are the three things right but I'm not going to do as much of the other stuff if that makes sense so I think it's so important to be able to look at like what's being worked the most what's feeling the most kind of tightness and everything like that and uh, and go from there but I do think like one last thing is like trigger point training which is like using you know um, especially lacrosse ball I think is so underrated I think a lot of times people will you know just think of other things once again think stretching versus the you know the trigger point which like in my opinion goes such a long way and definitely helps with flexibility mobility and just overall having your body feel very good um for it's a very cheap price obviously they're only a couple dollars but that's all i had to say there Awesome. We really hope everyone enjoyed today's episode and got a lot out of it. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, you know, we really encourage you to, 
take something you've learned, implement it, challenge yourself and be patient with yourself as well, because, you know, that is something you definitely don't want to be overthinking. So thanks again, everyone for listening. If you haven't taken uh, the time yet, it just does take two seconds to leave a review on Spotify or iTunes. You know, the five star reviews really make us smile. They build us up. They give us a lot of fuel to keep making better and just stronger episodes and to make more amazing content. So thank you everyone for being a part of that. I wish you all an incredible day and thank you to everyone who takes a few seconds to do that. Peace out.